to the Louisville Clemens Chamber of Commerce podcast, your local business community resource. My name is Denise Heidel. Not only do I serve as your podcast host, but I'm also the executive director of the Louisville Clemens Chamber of Commerce. On behalf of the Chamber, thank you for listening and for your support of the Chamber business community. Hello, and welcome to the Louisville Clemens Chamber of Commerce podcast. I'm your host, Denise Heidel, and today... I'm excited to welcome two dynamic women to the podcast, Eleanor Russell with 360 Health and Kristen Norton with Well-Balanced Nutrition. Welcome, ladies. Hello. Hi. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. So I'm going to give you both an opportunity to introduce yourselves in just a minute. But first, I want to highlight a few things that are going on at the Chamber. Uh, May is a really busy month at the Louisville Clemens Chamber of Commerce. Not only do we have our leads group meetings, which both Eleanor and Kristen are both active members of, um, but I'm also excited about our second lunch and learn of the year. Um, it's going to be May 18th, which is an extra special day because it's my husband's birthday. Oh, whoopee, whoopee, whoopee. I know. I've got a really busy day. Party time, party time. I know. We'll be having party um, and let the lunch and learn. Um but we're going to be talking on May 18th about branding your business. And of course, our Lunch and Learn series is sponsored by Marzano Capital Group, and we're thankful for their support so we can bring great educational content to the chamber community. Um, also, a few weeks ago, we announced that we are going to be bringing Dave Ramsey's Entre Leadership simulcast to the chamber. Have either of you done a simulcast before? Uh, yeah, I've watched, I mean, I've been in motivational um, conferences and stuff that are simulcast, but I've not done a Dave Ramsey one. I have not. Um, I did the Dave Ramsey Entre Leadership in 2018, and it is amazing. Um, it's a three-day workshop that we're bringing. The simulcast is going to feature a ton of great speakers. Um, and I know, Eleanor, we were talking about this before we started recording, but um, you were you were talking about what is entre leadership and you know and it's defined by Dave Ramsey as entre leadership combines all the best qualities of entrepreneurs and leaders. It is the powerful. I'm sorry. It is the personal power of an entrepreneur polished and grown by a desire to be a quality leader. It's great leadership with the passion and the push of an entrepreneur. It means something more than a renegade lone ranger or a corporate bureaucrat. In a nutshell. It's the business leader that we all want to be. Doesn't that sound great? I love the way it does. That is. Mm-hmm. I love that. So like I said, I went through Entre Leadership in 2018. It's an incredible program. All the details are on the chamber calendar at lewisville-clemens.com, including a list of the scheduled speakers and all the details. I mean, again, I don't mean to keep harping on this, but this is an incredible program. To go to this program in person would cost $4,900 plus your travel cost. What are the dates again? It's going to be May 31st through June the 2nd. So our price tag of $99 a person is a really, really exceptional deal for this. That's great. Yeah. So make sure you're checking out the Louisville Clemens Chamber calendar and staying up to date on all that is going on. So with all that said, Eleanor, Kristen, let's talk about staying on track with healthy choices. Oh, you want to talk about that, huh? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> so I know both of you go out of your way to encourage healthy choices within our chamber community. So before we dive into the discussion, let's do some introductions. I think everybody knows you, but let's just play it on the safe side. 
Eleanor, share a little bit about yourself and 360 Health. Okay, so I am um, a solo entrepreneur, I guess is what you would call it. And I have a um, health and wellness business where I help people um, design healthy lifestyles. And then if people are interested in supplementation, I help them make decisions about which types of supplements are appropriate for their lifestyle choices and their wellness goals. I also help them um, with education because I don't think a lot of people understand the exposures that we get in the environment just out and about these days and that being a conscientious consumer can help influence the quality of our health because we're putting things in our body, on our body, and around our body. And those things do affect those tiny little cells because who out there doesn't have a body, right? We all have these bodies and who out there is not going to be younger tomorrow than they are today. That we're going to get older, right? So prevention, prevention, prevention. I, I love working with people to establish healthy lifestyle practices that will serve them as they age with vitality and um, enthusiasm and lust for life. It's a good thing. So anyway, I am Eleanor Russell, 360 Health. I'm a wellness architect. People ask me why I do what I'm doing, and it's because uh, I've joined uh, the Shackley um, Corporation mission of bringing true wellness to the world, not just fad wellness or trend wellness, but really looking at what is going to benefit you long term. And so if people begin or take a look at the products I offer, I can help them understand how that will influence moving them to true wellness. And then I'm feeling good because we're making a positive effect in the world because healthy people are happy people and it reduces all sorts of complications for us. And that, that I could go on forever. I love to talk, but maybe is that enough to get you started? Well, I have a background in science. I uh, taught at the universities here in North Carolina for about 30 years, um, UNCG, uh, Wake Forest University School of Medicine for most of my teaching career, and then um, High Point University. And I love teaching and I love talking. And so you'll have to get the hook and get me off of here. And I've partnered with our other guest here, Kristen, and our Health Geeks Book Club podcast. So there you go. All right. Well, that's a perfect transition over to you, Kristen. All right. Well, I am Kristen Norton. I'm a registered dietitian of Well-Balanced Nutrition. There's three of us in a private practice, and we're offering nutrition and wellness coaching. So what that means is anybody who's tired of feeling bad and ready to improve their life through food choices we not only provide some education like uh, recipe ideas, meal planning help, um, specific diet plans for what you're going through, but we're there helping you um, turn your intentions into actions. So holding you accountable, coaching you through the struggles of behavior change, how to make it easier. So um, I'm hyped up about this topic because yeah, I think it'll be hard for me and Eleanor to stop talking. So you'll have to cut us off. The yeah, or, or ask us back and do another episode because we we got it. Well, you know, the thing is, is like I've spent so much time with both of you and I love talking to both of you. So it's so it's so much fun for me to have you all on here today. Hey, and you, you know, and the other thing, I'm just going to interrupt you. Um, Kristen and Denise have really put their heads together and come up with this great idea about um a healthy choice to start lifestyle. And in this business arena that we're in, the Louisville Clemens Chamber of Commerce, they're starting a net walking uh, business group 
once a week on Mondays because they say everybody says, oh, I'm going to do better this week. So why not start on Monday? And they've got an option for you. So anyway, you're putting, you know, this is putting the action behind the words. And I love in our community here of Clemens Louisville that we're beginning to be, you know, in this design phase of a healthy community. Right. But all credit goes to Kristen. All right. We'll give it to her then. (laughs) Totally her idea. I'm very thankful that she shared it with the chamber and is going to let us drive it for her. Yeah. But then that you all pulled in fleet feet, you know, so here, you know, you've got the athletic footwear company that's going to design your shoes so you don't hurt yourself while you're doing this. Right. Well, and I had the idea for the longest time and just sitting there and then Denise got it up and running. (laughs) So I give her all the credit. (laughs) Well, I'm sorry. I didn't think of it. I think you all are brilliant. Well, I'm excited because our first day, um, it was April 17th. So it's a new. Yeah, coming up. Uh, It's a little bit different from our other leads groups, but I'm super excited about it. So um, thanks for bringing that up, actually, Eleanor. We're going to take a quick pause from today's podcast to recognize one of our sponsors, Marzano Capital Group. Hi, this is Mike McGilvery, financial advisor and partner at Marzano Capital Group in Clemens. We are privileged to serve this great community, and we strive to help our clients by building wealth management plans tailored to their specific goals. Consistent client communication is the cornerstone of our process, and we hope to add value to your financial planning needs. Once again, thank you to Marzano Capital Group for their support of the Louisville Clemens Chamber of Commerce. And now, let's get back to the podcast. So you actually had brought up just a few minutes ago the collaboration that your two businesses have with your podcast. Can you remind me, what's the title of your podcast? The Health Geeks Book Club Podcast. So how long have y'all been doing your podcast? Ooh, is it two years now? Two plus, yeah. Oh, and we're, you... We're, we're working on number three. Wow. And and how often do you release a episode? Weekly. Weekly. Wow. That's commitment. So we have over a hundred and what, five episodes out there now. How many books have y'all read now? Oh, I don't know. It's hard. Do you know the count on that? Oh no. I need to count. That's a good question. We should, we'll get back to you on that. It's quite Mm -hmm. a few, quite a few. Yeah. So, well, that's exciting. So I know that you guys are old old pros at this whole podcasting thing. I really need to just let you two run the show. I'll just sit back and, you know, get out of the way while you two take over, right? (laughs) No, I think you're great. So, well, we're five months into the new year. And so we're almost halfway through 2023. And all those January New Year's resolutions feel like they were way back when, right? So as summer comes, though, and people are making plans for vacations and spending more time outdoors, do you think that those goals are coming back to the forefront? I have oh, something yes. I want to say. Oh, go for it, Eleanor. I am this natural rhythm person. I I think we are natural organisms and we're on this globe that's circulate. And I can't believe how fast we're spinning around right now. Can you? I mean, when people tell us how fast the earth turns on its axis, I go, I don't feel it. But um, the earth tilts, you know, back and forth uh, while it's orbiting the sun. And so we've just gone past the vernal equinox where we had a 12 hours of light, 12 hours of dark, and we're falling towards the uh, equator where we'll get, uh, in the Northern Hemisphere, we'll get longer periods of daylight. And our bodies respond to that. So in January, when it was dark and we had some time because the holidays were over and we're sitting around the fire eating our root vegetables (laughs) and hot (laughs) drinks, um, 
you know, it sounded like a good idea. We're, we're just sitting on the couch. We, we should get up and move, you know, and a lot of people wanted to get up and move, but they didn't really follow through with that. But now as we're moving into this, the earth is these natural rhythms are kind of pushing people into some energy. And so, yeah, it's time if you haven't started moving or you don't have a habit of moving daily or your food choices have fallen apart or you've been inside by yourself for too long, it's time to mix that up. And you're going to feel more like doing it now. This is a perfect time, I think. That's such a good point. I've definitely seen a trend in our business of people like, the spring, it's, you know, makes you want to start new things. And with the it, longer days, it's easier to accomplish that. People are ready to get outside more. And it's just the perfect time. So I'm definitely seeing people pop up and be like, oh, yeah, let's let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> and I personally think adopting a puppy helps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're, you're on your feet a lot with that puppy, aren't you? <laughs> I am. She's keeping me busy. Yeah, so... Um, I did my best to wear her out earlier today. So, um, but with the warmer weather, do you think it's easier to adopt those healthy habits? Well, I think you have to step back. I don't, um, you have to think about what, what are people trying to do? Are they knee jerking and trying to do too many things at once and correct too many habits at once? Because if they are, they probably are not going to be successful. Don't you think, Kristen? Yeah, absolutely. If you're, um, we read a book in our podcast called Atomic Habits. And one of the things that uh, James Clear talks about in there is the idea that just forget goals. You know, goals were, you're not going to make it if you have goals. You've got to think systems. So you have to build a system in your, your, um, your world that allows those goals to happen. Hmm, That's an interesting concept. It is. It kind of, it's a paradigm shift for a lot of people mm-hmm. because, you know, oh, I need to do 25 push ups. I need to eat lettuce for five days. And then maybe I can go out and have a party on the weekend and eat cake and donuts. And then I'll do it. I'll do better next week. You know, those kinds of things. Um, but who are you trying to become is the, is the other kind of thing. He talks about outcome based um, goals or identity based goals. Mm-hmm. And so these habits that people all of a sudden want to do, it's like, oh, I know I'm, I don't like myself. And then that negative head trash. So that compounds because people, uh, any, any habit is going to compound, whether it's a positive habit or a negative habit. Mm -hmm. And so if you are around a lot of people doing negative uh, behaviors and you talk to yourself poorly and you let other people talk to you poorly it's going to compound. And then you must say, I don't like myself. So I need to change. I need to change. And oh, let's go do all this new stuff. And uh, we have seen over and over that is not lasting. Yeah. I think you highlight Eleanor that no matter what season it is, if you're trying to overhaul your entire lifestyle and you're doing it from a place of self-loathing or hatred, it's not going to work. Either one of both of those approaches are, a recipe for failure, mm-hmm. but making changes incrementally and doing it from a place of self-worth and self-love and taking care of yourself and, and therefore your, the people around you in the community, that's when you see the magic happen. Right. Yeah. It's, it's the little things. It's not everything at once. So that idea of systems, you know, if you know, you need to change a lot of your behaviors, 
start with one, you know, and then look at how you can make that change and then get that going and then bring in the next one. But you kind of have the big picture way out there, but you're not trying to do it all at once. Right. Mm -hmm. I think that's really good advice to me because I know we're talking about spring here, but it just, I mean, I can't help but think of new year's resolutions and you know, it just drives me nuts. And, you know, we're at the the final tail end of December and everybody's talking about their New Year's resolutions and they think that their life is going to magically transform the moment the clock strikes midnight. And I'm like, you people are not Cinderella, okay? You're not going <laughs> to visit you and you're not going to immediately make all these changes. And I guess I'm a little cynical maybe, but, um, you know, yes, I never... you don't want to talk people out of doing anything because that, that's right. the other thing. It becomes overwhelming and that becomes paralyzing. Right. And then you don't do anything. Right. And then another quarter goes by, another 90 days are gone. Mm-hmm. So and but... it costs you. I mean, it costs you your health, it costs you your your business practices, your relationships. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's talk about some healthy habits that people can make. So you're talking about, let's not try to overhaul everything and do it all at once. Let's, let's pick out three to five top healthy choices people can make that they can easily turn into habits that they can get through the summer and then start really adopting these things into their everyday life. Well, I'll start, even as a nutritionist, I think walking um, is one of those things that could be a habit that gives you several, uh, it impacts you in several ways. So when you're walking, it's really great for your metabolism. It helps you become sensitive to insulin, which means you, you know, everybody talks about carbs being bad, but when you, when you're walking, it helps your body digest those carbs in a good, healthy way. Um, it helps you get outside and get sunshine and fresh air. Um, and it's just being in nature. Eleanor and I have read a couple of really great books about the health benefits of just seeing the trees, hearing the birds, and getting away from the computer screen or extra noise and just being in nature. Yeah, I particularly so, like being near trees because they secrete these endorphin things, these little feel-good molecules that I like. Mm-hmm. And even yeah, though, so, even though we're ahead. not going to have a video for for um, this podcast, Eleanor always has green trees as her background. Anytime you're on Zoom with Eleanor, I know you love trees. Mm-hmm, I do. <laughs> uh, they call me a tree hugger. And during COVID, when we couldn't hug each other, my grandsons would come visit, and I'd say, "Come on, we're going to hug some trees." And they looked at their grandmother like, "You well, what?" You know. <laughs> So we went outside and I actually, you know, I went and hugged a tree. And then all of a sudden I looked around, they found a tree to hug. <laughs> so, so we really are tree huggers over in my world. It's, it's a literal statement for you. Yes, I yes. love it. Mm-hmm. Hey, um, you know, I'm sort of thinking that even before you start walking, which I believe absolutely is the simplest thing we can do and not running, but just moving through the day. You know, move your body. Um, this thing about sitting at the desk like I did for many years for too many hours without standing up, you know, um, is not good for us. So I really think the finding the right tribe to put yourself in will then encourage you. I mean, I think it may be the most important thing you, we, that we do. And, you know, you've heard that thing. You're the product of the five people around you. Uh, have you ever heard that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of comments about 
who you associate with really defines who you are. So finding that group of people that does want to live a healthy lifestyle and is willing to make good choices and advocate for you and create the environment makes it easier for you then to say, oh, I'm going for a walk. And so like we mentioned, this leads group, that's kind of what you're doing, right? You're going to get a tribe together that says, you know, we really do want to move and we want to start the beginning of the week. And here's this group of people that are going to go do it because they're doing it together. Right. There's that accountability. Yeah. So I would say one of the recommendations I make to people is associate with your, your, your tribe, find your tribe, you know, it's going to be critical. I love that. I think the YMCA has done that for years. Um, I think that's why they're still around. There are a lot of friendships that have been made in that organization or the YWCA um, around physical fitness. So our, our first top tip is walking. Okay. Here's another one. Um, and it's easier to do in the spring is eat more color. So you're talking fruits and vegetables that are becoming more and more available um, as the weather warms up. Make make your plates colorful and I'm not talking like M&Ms and Skittles here, <laughs> but lots of produce. Yeah, um, really do, are you going to say anything about the Hari Hachibu? No, but I'll leave that up to you because oh, I, I agree you, that I would be another habit. You, you, you do that one. Oh, okay. Because we like saying uh, that. Hariachi boo. Yes. So in um, the book, what's the title of the book now? Blue Zones. The Blue Zones. Uh, one of the habits that they have in Japan before sitting down to eat is saying Hariachi boo, which means I am going to save 20% of space in my belly. Um, or I'm going to stop when I'm 80% full at this meal. And the tradition, I believe, is very much out of respect for the the chef and, and the table. But it also, I think, has a lot of health benefits for us because especially in, in Americans right now, we're eating quickly. And when we stop at 80% and give it just a little bit of time, we're like, oh, what do you know? I'm 100% full now. <laughs> yeah, it allows we were... that messaging system from your stomach to your brain to the satiety center to catch up with each other. I'm exactly. my high school anatomy class, which was way many years ago than I want to admit. But isn't it like 15 minutes for your brain and your stomach to communicate with it's each like, other? Yeah, somewhere yeah. in that ballpark, yeah. Yeah, 15 to 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. All right. So we have walking. We have colorful plates. Can't pronounce your third one. (laughs) Sorry. Stop when you're 80% full. Okay. All right. Whatever. What was the word again? Hara. Hara. Hachi. Hachi. Hara Hachi. Okay. Hari Hachi. Boo. Okay. Now we get somebody that speaks Japanese and they can tell us really how to say it. Right. <laughs> All right. Well, so, I would also and think, find your tribe. Yeah. Find yeah. Tribe, yes. Yeah. And she was talking about colors on your plate. I, I think uh, we're seeing so much evidence. I, and I, I, you can discuss this or if you don't agree with me uh, towards a plant-based diet, that doesn't mean that you have to be a hundred percent plant, but the right. more plants we're eating, the better our bodies seem to bear. 
Yeah. Now the, the collars come from from the, those plants. I want to go back to the tribe thing because this was actually one of the discussion points I wanted to talk with the, with the two of you about. So I mean, I'm I'm yes, I mean, net walking, we're building a tribe. Um, you know, going out with your friends and so forth. But let's, I mean, you got a family, you've got, you know, a spouse that maybe is not on the same page with you. You've got kids that are running you all over the place. How do you get your family on board when you're looking to make healthy habits, but right there at home, you just can't seem to get anybody else to support it? And get a divorce. Oh, <laughs> Eleanor. Awful. <laughs> <laughs> I'm editing. I'm just cutting to the chase. You know, if you're not on the same page, you're not on the same page. No, I think if you can't, I think you have to stop waiting for your family to be supportive sometimes that you're just going to have to put your foot down and say, this is important to me. Um, And I think it's easy to, to um, just fall into the pattern of accommodating one another in a relationship or in a family And sometimes we have to step back and put a little fence up or a boundary like, okay, I know that this is what you like, but this is important to me. How can we make this work for both of us, even if we're not needing to do the same exact things? Yeah. There's there's some uh, discussion even down at the cellular level uh, when we look at the way our DNA is behaving, that um, close relationships are really important. And so attending to your relationships, you know, and making sure that you're talking to each other and having these conversations helps move people to where they might see why the suggestions you're making for your family could be really improve the family dynamics. So everything takes time. And that's why you can't do all of these things at once because it's overwhelming. Well, And your point is a truth that's universal beyond even the healthy habits that we're talking about. Because, I mean, we were talking about Dave Ramsey earlier. Uh Dave Ramsey always talks about that because if you've got one person who's on board and another person who's not, you have to have those hard conversations because it just doesn't work, Um, at least especially in that financial world. But I know we're, we're talking about health, but I mean financial health is a real thing too. So yeah, but you know, the foods that you're buying or the gym memberships that you're buying or the clothes that you're buying all are related to this lifestyle thing. And um, there may not be enough resources to go around. So you really do have to get creative about how you do things. But uh, like I said, happy, uh, healthy people tend to be happy people. And I think, uh, Kristen, you've got small children. Mine are giants now, <laughs> uh, meaning they're adults. The um, idea of setting boundaries and some context to how our family's going to operate, I think those are ground rules within families. And the evidence is that people like boundaries and respond to boundaries. And when when, when there's no context, there's chaos. And then, so, you know, yeah, you have to be very thoughtful. But part of that also comes from that that mindfulness practice, um, and and also uh, we see that healthier people tend to have a strong faith base. Uh, whether that's religion, I don't know, but that some some practices um, of relationship with the universe is that a good way to say that I don't know, um, and and those oftentimes 
help support these decisions within family structures. And, and the Seventh-day Adventists are one of the group, you know, in the blue zones that uh, Kristen mentioned, um, a religious community, but they're one of the healthiest groups in the whole globe. And they live long, healthy, happy lives because of these practices they do. But they have found their tribe. They have shared value system and they support each other in all this stuff. So it can happen. And you don't have to be a Seventh-day Adventist to make that happen. Right. Yeah. I think it boils down to hard conversations. Yeah. Have the hard conversation. But don't you think that's the fun of living? I mean, so, so often we avoid the hard conversation, but when you get the bravery to enter into it, things get so much better. Mm. Yeah. My husband and I call it OHD, open, honest, and direct. Mm. Mm-hmm. So we've, uh, we made that a practice from the day we met, actually, when we decided to, <laughs> to uh, see where the relationship would take us. And so, um, and, you know, some of, some of you have uh, heard me talk about OHD before, and it's not permission to be um, rude. It is permission to be honest and mm-hmm. so, and to be direct about it. So, um, all right. Well, I agree with both of you about that and, and getting the family on board is, is really important. I know, um, you know, I've had to, I've had to set some boundaries too with my husband before, um, because of, you know, things that I wanted to make changes about, you know, with, um, within our household, you know, that, you know, didn't really affect him, but I just needed him to respect it, you know? So, um, now let's talk about feelings of failure because I mean, Kristen, you especially know this about me. I'm a bit of a perfectionist that <laughs> I say I'm going to, Eleanor, I mean, you're laughing as if that's a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> I think many in this uh, chamber of commerce may have that same trait. Ah, yes. So, but you know, that feeling of perfection where you feel like, okay, you're, you're determined you're going to do this. And then you, you screw up one time, you make one mistake and then you just throw your hands up, forget it. I'm a failure. How do we combat those feelings of failure when we're trying to build healthy habits? Well, you got to avoid the all or nothing mindset, right? That, um, we know that even incremental changes or, making something happen 80% of the time can still give you results. So if it's not a hundred percent, then we want to give up, but we have to know that some is better than none. And we can always dial up a little bit more each time. Um, So reminding yourself of that. And I think a cool thing to talk about is how different personalities will pursue changes in different ways. I think Gretchen Rubin calls it a a sprinter and a marathoner. So a marathoner is someone who like falls into a a habit or routine pretty easily. And they like will gladly stick to that for the rest of their lives. Um, And we all admire these people and like, why can't I do that? Mm -hmm. But most of us are sprinters and we need more short-term, more novel things to get us involved in our wellness. So that could be like a six week thing. It could be a couch to 5k, whatever it might be. Maybe you're just someone who needs to shake things up a little more often. Like that. 
Eleanor, you got anything on that one? I actually did, and then I forgot it. So how about that? <laughs> oh, yeah, I know what it is. Uh, one of my closest friends several years ago gave me this little nugget, and many of you have heard it. Progress, not perfection. Mm -hmm. uh, this remind yourself you are making progress. And there's a great book out for business folks called The Gap and the Gain. And it's that idea of you set these big goals and then you say, I didn't make it. So you're living in the gap, you know, between what you actually did and what you expected. Instead of looking at what you actually got accomplished, which is living in the gain. Mm. So you just have to kind of say, okay, I didn't make that goal, but gosh, look what I did. And then all of a sudden you've got a little more energy to do, you know, the next step or the next step. But it, you do have to stop yourself from that negative talk of I'm less than I am intended to be I I'm better than this but I'm not doing it you know I mean it's funny how easy that happens and I, when I was teaching I used to talk about the downward cycle of negativity you'd have a classroom of students and somebody would complain about something the whole class would complain but you have somebody come in smiling and laughing they sit there by themselves negativity is very contagious it is. And so if you are the one that's doing that, you're going to bring a lot more negativity to yourself. And those people that follow the uh, the vibrational theories of the world, you know, you hook onto that, you're going to be just getting what you asked for. You know, you're going to be less <laughs> instead yeah. of thinking about, you know, I'm doing pretty good out here and look at what I'm up against. Uh, and, you know, be kind to yourself, be kind to yourself. You would never talk to other people the way you talk to yourself. Right. I mean, many people. Well, right. we, I think we all have a tendency to focus in on that negative, especially when it's about ourselves. Like I know for myself, I've planned things before I've done things and you know, send out that survey and then I get something back and I can have 99 forms that talk and say that it was glowingly positive. They had just an amazing time and everything was perfect. And then that one person's negative comments and it just like pollutes the whole thing. And that's all. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I, I feel very strongly, you know, sometimes that, you know, that negative mindset and I I've worked for years, mm -hmm. for years to come to this understanding mm -hmm. that, you know, you're not going to make everybody happy. Um, you're not going to okay. right a hundred percent of the time. And it's okay. Right. <laughs> But it's still, it is a, it is a battle that I know I still struggle with it, even though I know it. And even though I tell other people, um, like I've, I've even said to somebody before, you need to give yourself permission to fail. You need to give yourself permission to, to make the mistake and learn from the mistake. Um, and whenever you, whenever you give yourself that permission, it frees you up to do better the next time. So, but again, I'm, yeah, I but you know, it all day long, but applying it's entirely different. <laughs> the, the thing about a mistake versus a misfit is kind of what I'm talking about because you probably haven't made a mistake. You're just not the the people that don't like what you do are not your peeps. You know, and it's like you me, you know, trying to help people with supplementation. Well, not everybody wants to supplement their diet. And I could get disappointed when I'm talking to one of those people. But you know what? I just need to talk to the people that do want to talk about supplementation. Right. and and um find more of those people and then as i'm doing that maybe some of these other people will be swayed to take a look at what it means mm -hmm. but uh yeah i think that where you're directing your your energy sometimes it's not that you're making a mistake it's just you're pointing at the wrong target 
Right. And from my perspective as a nutrition coach, if someone comes back to me and says, oh, well, I didn't do this, that's an opportunity to talk that out. Is that really what you wanted to do in the first place? Was that the right strategy? So Denise, to your point, it's not necessarily a failure, but something we can learn from. Let's, let's tweak it. Let's try something new. Let's, let's go a different route. We just haven't found what works for you. Right. And that's also why the, the whole negativity thing you guys were saying, that's also why we start just about every follow-up session with, all right, what are the wellness wins we're celebrating? What are those tiny baby steps, the progress that we can point out? And if you don't have someone to talk to those about, maybe write those down in a journal so that you can remember the progress steps that you're making. Right. Uh, do you think that kind of comes down to the, the when we talk about the James Clear's Atomic Habits, when he talks about um, identity-based goals, is that if, if you know what you want to become, that's kind of based on purpose. And they have also identified that people, yes, I know that's one of our chamber things, and I'll let yes. Denise mention that. But the idea that uh, clarifying purpose and aligning with your purpose makes you happier, makes you healthier. And people who don't have that are not as healthy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you, you want to talk about the chamber's purpose? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I was just going to interject purpose. It's a word that I am very well acquainted with this year. I put it on everything. So, <laughs> Well, I put that in one of my characteristics of, you know, good health and things that you, if you're attending to making sure you're, you're aligned with your, and you know, you had a speaker, um, David Daggett. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he, he simplified the whole thing down to his four anchors right. for good health that were, you know, if he could, um, main you know maintain these four things in his life he was pretty balanced and happy and it was you know attending to his professional um balance and then his spiritual balance and his family and social activities and then his physical uh, so that those anchors held, held him into um pretty good balance They're pretty simple things to to check yourself against you know right. or, or filter the activities that you say yes to because a lot of times people can't say no we say yes when we should say no and um, overcommit and then become overwhelmed. And then we can't, we set up all these plans to be healthy and go walk on Monday. But then I said, oh, yes, I would do this thing. So I can't go to the walk on Monday. You know, you let go of it. You deprive because it, it, it you're not making a commitment and you're not making it a priority. And you're going to get the consequences of that. Yeah, I don't know anything about that. Right, Chris? Yeah, well, I, I you know. <laughs> We all struggle, don't we? I mean, it's, we nobody struggle. lives this perfect life. We do the best we can. Right. Absolutely. So um, you guys have given some great tips on this podcast, and I'm very, very thankful for your wisdom. I want to um, ask you one more question about, and I think we've touched on this enough. I just want to hear some final thoughts from you guys about healthy habits and accountability partners. We've talked about the tribe. And the tribe is the tribe, but who's the accountability partner? Because, you know, there's going to be some people that we ask to hold us to um, a different standard. It's not just about, okay, I've got to show up because everybody's expecting me to be there, but who's going to be the person that you confide in, where your goals are and um, how to, how to help you stay focused? Is it your puppy? My puppy is yeah. 
She just jumped on me. I think she's gone to find my husband. Well, I mean, <laughs> I know barking, a lot of so people I put dogs really are their accountability partner because they say, I got to go. Yeah. And it's like, okay, then I'm going to take you for a walk. I'm going to go do it. Yeah. So she, she might be my accountability partner. You might be right about that one. I see. Uh, Kristen's making a kind of interesting face and I think I'm making it too. What, what do you want? What are you going to say? Well, speaking of dogs, mine's barking a little bit. <laughs> That's I okay. She it makes, to go out. Just makes the podcast all the more real. <laughs> so, Eleanor, do you have anything on that one while Kristen's waiting? <laughs> yeah, I haven't had really good experience with accountability partners, so I don't know how much I advocate for that. And in a lot of my reading, I don't see that as being one of the major recommendations. Um, it is, it can be helpful maybe initially, but I think it depends on who you ask Yeah, because, you know, you've got some people who will be honest, those are your mentors, you know, like a professional mentor who will help coach you and give you guidance and tell you things. They're not your friend. They're there to mentor you. Um, sometimes if we expect our friends to be the accountability partner, then they, they're telling us the things that they think we want to hear. So I think it's a matter of choosing somebody, the the right person. So yeah, uh, for a lot of people, it can't be someone too close, right? Like their uh, partner may not be the best person, their best friend may not be the best person. So sometimes finding that outside person that that doesn't have, you know could be your nutrition coach it could be your personal trainer but someone on that outside level that's gonna hold i've got it this is where you need that artificial intelligence you know (laughs) i mean and how many of these gizmos that people have say get off your butt you need to get your steps in you know i mean there are all sorts of uh timekeepers and and accountability things so if you you know i okay i'll just say i'm going on the record (laughs) with in this thing i'm if, if you come and talk to me, I don't know what I'll say about accountability partners. Yeah. Mm. I was listening to a Dave Ramsey podcast a couple of weeks ago, and it's the um, the Ramsey call of the day is like a seven, eight minute podcast they do every day. And the the two hosts, they were cracking themselves up. They had gotten a hold of this button. I guess you can buy it at Target or something like oh, that. The easy button? It's not the easy button, but it's the button that says no. And it said no in so oh. many different ways. No. <laughs> Just like, I want one. I want one. I want one too. Then <laughs> <laughs> we get a group order and put the, know, right? put the Louisville Clemens uh, logo on it. <laughs> right. right. You're re- reaching for the things you're not supposed to reach for. Oh. No. <laughs> <laughs> Make a button your accountability partner. Yeah. So I think you can program Alexa to be your accountability partner. Um, I think I stumbled upon something where if you say, Alexa, should I go exercise? And she says, yes, get off your butt and go exercise. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, yeah, well, you know, the other thing I think uh, you have to de-stress. Uh, the other thing is take time to have downtime. And maybe that's when your brain can connect with the the accountability you're making for yourself. Um but as long as you're on full tilt all the time, you know, then these extraneous or external uh, checks are more important than the internal ones, maybe. But I think the practice of mindfulness uh, 
where you are still for a part of your day and quiet or, you know, seeking some calmness can allow you to return to what you're trying to become and what your purpose is. And then those practices make more sense than going to get the bag potato chips and turn on the TV. Right. Because you're numb, because you didn't stop to think you just, you went to the edge and you were overstressed and then you couldn't make good choices. Very good points. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So let's go ahead and hear your final advice because you two are a wealth of knowledge. I want you guys to share how people can contact you um, both and um, just share your final advice on healthy tips. Mm -hmm. I'm going to stick with, you got to find what works for you to make the healthy habit stick. Uh, there's all kinds of different strategies and approaches that you can um, try out, but ultimately it's got to be what's right for you. And your contact information. Oh yeah. So <laughs> you can find, um, you can find me at wellbalancednutrition.com. And that's also where you can apply for a free clarity call if you want one of our friendly dietitians to be your accountability partner and help you make these kind of healthy habits. Love it. All right, Eleanor. And I would say um, start small, go simple, you know, take one, one baby step and, you know, get that under your belt, like babies, you know, learn to crawl and then they, they sort of toddle around and fall down and get up. And then they got that down to go to the next thing. We can do that as adults as well. And I think getting uh, some counsel is a wonderful idea I, where I maybe not as crazy about accountability partners. I'm really big on getting uh, professional counseling uh, when it's necessary, because uh, some people have some ideas that you've never heard of that are really helpful. And you go, wow, thank you for sharing that with me. And uh, we have so many wonderful practitioners in our community. So take advantage of us. And then um, I if you are interested in seeing if you're um, if you're nutritionally deficient in a certain nutrients uh, based on the um, way you're eating or the kinds of foods you're buying, um, I can uh, help you go through a little meology assessment and it will take information based on your lifestyle, uh, your eating patterns, maybe some of your blood work or your DNA, if you want to enter that into the algorithm that I have. And it'll uh, help us determine where maybe we would start with uh, supplements for you. And um, for detoxifying your home, I have lots of wonderful ideas about that as well. So my name is Eleanor Russell, and you can reach me at 360, that's the number 360 health, letter four, no, number four, letter U.com. So 360health4u.com. Sounds great. And you can also check out our podcast. The oh, absolutely. Book podcast. You got to. Yes. The, say it one more time. The Health Geeks Book Club podcast. Yep. Podcast. All right. So and what, what day of the week does your podcast drop? Thursday mornings. Thursday mornings. Okay. Mm -hmm. So um, Eleanor, Kristen, I can't thank you both enough for taking time to record this podcast with me and for sharing um, all your great advice. Um, thank you. Uh, again, I just really appreciate you both. And like I said, you're, you're two people I just enjoy spending time with anyway. So this was really fun for me. Well, it's Likewise. really fun.
Yeah, we always have fun talking, so let's do it again. I know. Maybe maybe over be kind. Yeah, we need coffee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, Eleanor and I usually have coffee with us when we're talking. So. Yeah. Now we just need some um, healthier foods at Be Kind Coffee. Well, just putting that plug in there. I'm just saying, well, you can take an apple with you. I mean, I just drink my coffee black, so I'm good there. I mean, mm-hmm. and I just feel like that's water filtered through a coffee bean, so it still counts. Well, coffee's great. Maybe a fruit bowl. I like that idea. Yeah, and we didn't talk about red wine, which is another thing that those blue zone people did enjoy. <laughs> yep. So I right, take care. I have to see you guys on the walkabout. All right. I appreciate it. All right, everybody. Remember, I can't talk. All right. After all that, I can't skip my sentence out. Thank you <laughs> so much to Eleanor and Kristen. And just a quick reminder to check the chamber calendar. We have tons going on. So, and I hope to see you at some of our events and maybe even networking. So, all right. Y'all have a great rest of your day. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. Once again, thank you for listening to the Louisville Clemens Chamber of Commerce podcast. The Louisville Clemens Chamber of Commerce is a member-focused business community. I invite you to learn more about the Chamber by visiting our website, louisville-clemens.com. And while we're in the world of audio, it's time for the fine print. Everyone has an opinion, but in this case, the views and the opinions stated in this podcast are solely those of the contributors and not necessarily those of our distributors. So now that you've been appropriately advised, Let me remind you that this podcast is copyrighted and cannot be reproduced without express written consent of the Louisville Clements Chamber of Commerce.